0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Mouth.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Mowgli, this is a week, bro. What's happening? What a <laughs> week
0: it is, man. We got so much to talk about. I think we just got to get into it, Mouth. Let's do it. Rip off that Band-Aid. The COVID Band-Aid, right? (laughs) First things first, Kyrie Irving. The life of a part-time NBA player, right? I wish I could take credit for that, but I found that on Reddit. (laughs) It was too good not to use. Reddit, you the MVP. Yes, Kyrie Irving, according to the Nets GM, he just came out and made a statement, Kyrie will not be able to play or practice with the Brooklyn Nets until he meets the New York City COVID-19 vaccine requirements. Steve Nash even came out and kind of just conceded that, yeah, Kyrie's not going to play at home. They'll adjust accordingly. James Harden, we have a job to do. Mm. And according to Shams, Kyrie will not be offered an extension. He's set to lose $16 million this season, and as far as the extension goes, $186 million. Fuck. The Nets had to do something. It's the whole organization
1: now against one player. That's what it is.
0: At what point does Kevin Durant pull the plug on this experiment? Because he's the one kind of in control of this, right?
1: Well, I don't even think about pulling the plug completely, but this just showed right now with the Nets finally saying, like, hey, he's not playing at all. Like, that has to have some kind of moves from fucking KD, right? Like, that's his homie that they keep saying. Like, you don't want to get your homie fired completely, you know? But you're just like, oh, I vouch for this for, like, he said he was going to be, like, changed. Said he's gonna come to work, you know. He
0: said he'd show up to the home games. <laughs> but no, this is a lie. What do you do? This is this is what they had to do. Yeah, this is what they to. had There's to do. There's nothing
1: else you could do. Like, well, first of all, one thing I'm hating is like Kyrie is just trying so hard. Like, you know, we'd be talking a lot of shit about him, mainly me. But you know, it's I, that's what I truly feel when you're watching this, man. It's like he's trying so hard to be something. You know, like, for, for this, like, last season, two seasons, I feel like he wants to be, like, the he Colin to... Kaepernick of the NBA. That's what, you know, like, he wants to be, like, a lead of something. Like, first it was, like, his own unique thought. Like, he has the third eye. That's why, like, they're in his shoes and everything because he's, he's so woke. You know, he's beyond everybody here in the NBA. And now with this shit, with the Vax mandate, he's saying, like, well, I'm I'm the voice now. For the voiceless ones that are losing their jobs out here. And it's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Take your fucking
0: shot. And get to work, bro. He's injured most of the time. You know, even at Duke, he played, what, only a handful of games. When he's on the court, he's tremendous. But he's hardly on the court. And now when it's not an injury, it's a personal choice. Yeah. Side quest real quick. Side quest. We're mentioning all the stuff that Kyrie is kind of involved with. Want to give a shout-out to Kyrie, though, because during the lockout, he was donating some of his salary to the WNBA. Ugh,
1: so I he gets get, one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets a little pass from us, you know. But still, like you said, like, the, well, this is his job, bro. Like, what the fuck are you doing now? Like, and I'm telling you, that's just me. I've seen it. Like, I've been feeling these feelings for a bit. It's like, you're just trying to be like a Bill Russell, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, who else do we got? Like, fucking Jim Brown in the NFL. Like, just... You want to be that, but you're taking the wrong steps, I feel, towards that. Like, right, what you said, I, I totally forgot about that, but like, donating to the NBA, the WNBA, that's a big step towards something different. You know, like, that to me is carving yourself to show, like, oh, this guy cares for like the other side of the same sport, you know, the women's side. Whereas, like, he's like, no, no, I need something, I need to be known more than that. Like, you know, I'm going to show all these other millionaires that we could do it too
0: breaking news. Well, if you thought Kyrie Irving couldn't dig himself into a deeper hole, you must not really know Kyrie. He just came off of Instagram Live, and he is quoted in saying that he is not retiring, he's not going to leave the game like this, he is not anti-vax, he's just anti-mandate, and he is standing up for what he believes in. Good luck with that. Back to Malvin Mowgli. I can't say anything else, dude. I can't uh, say anything else. That's how we're going to have to end the segment now. cry read. No, we're not going
1: to end it. We're going to go to the next Crybaby. Another one that I'd be talking crap about.
0: Ben Simmons. This is part four in the Simmons saga, right? And just like Star Wars, I think this is a new hope. Ooh. So after being fined over $1 million, maybe that has to do with it, <laughs> That's right? What it was. Ben Simmons finally shows up to camp. He's going through all the medical procedures. Doc Rivers technically hasn't ruled him out for the Sixers Friday I saw preseason that. game. I saw that. But this is all coming after a Blazers rejected deal for Ben Simmons. Did you see that?
1: I saw a whole bunch of rejected deals, but I don't know which one was like for real, real, or which one was just, you know, like so, just pure rumors.
0: According to Shams, 76ers wanted three first round picks, three draft swaps, and CJ McCollum for Ben Simmons. Fuck. They said no. <laughs> appropriately so. I was just thinking right now, Ben Simmons to the Blazers. How come they don't want me? And it's a cool Philly tie-in, too, for Will Smith. Yeah. So um, that happened. The Spurs are also in the mix. How do you feel about this? Um,
1: Shout-out to Philly, the 76ers organization. They did exactly what I told them to do. Like, this hey, is, listen, yeah, hey, listen, man. We have the streams. We yeah. see the analytics.
0: We're getting Philadelphia streams.
1: <laughs> it, it was Daryl Morey. He was but listening. He listening. <laughs> he knows. He's not, I was, Yo, Daryl, listen up again. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You already got him on the ropes. Play the
0: hard ball, man.
1: (laughs) But now, like, I feel that the ball is in the 76ers' hands. It's in their court. And, like, they should just stay on it. stay pressure, right? Like, I know a lot of people are like, no, no, don't. Like, he already doesn't want to be there and stuff. Like, why are you going to do this and that? Like, to be honest, I would really just show, like, a fuck. Make him an example. Like, hey, you're going to stay those four years on the bench if it's up to me. You know, I'll fucking ruin somebody's career that way. Malv you know? the like, ruthless I, GM, I would, but i would. I'm like, Malv oh, the cruel. This is what you want to do, bro? Like, you got four more years. You ain't going to play. But again, it shows Ben Simmons, too. What uh, earlier comments that got me mad uh, during this whole fucking saga was like, it's not, my, it's not my job to make my trade value
0: high. It's like, yes, it is, Full Malv, I know it's October. Halloween is just around the corner. Who is the scarier teammate to have right now, Ben Simmons or Kyrie Irving? Oy. I don't even know who the scariest be. Probably,
1: uh, I guess. Who? No, no. You first. I'm
0: leaning towards Kyrie because it feels like he will go all the way. <laughs> ben Simmons is already showing kind of a sign mm. of turning. Uh, Kyrie, just feels like he's, he's full he's, course. You know, he's he's set on his thing. Good, I'm, I'm matching my
1: shit to you, yeah. Kyrie, like yeah, I totally like that. Like he he seems like fuck it. Right? You're going to lose the extension now. Man, fuck
0: it. I don't need to. (laughs) Or maybe it's Russell Westbrook with all his turnovers. (laughs) Fuck. We'll get to that later, all right? I kid. I kid. He's a local dude. But I am a little panicked. Okay, okay. Moving on to the next order of business. Defrauding the NBA. My God. Or trying to, at least. Well, they did. For a bit. (laughs) They got (laughs) cut. Getting too greedy, man. They're getting too greedy. Hands in the cooking jar.
1: Healthcare is bad in this country. Look at it our millionaires are frauding the healthcare
0: system because of how bad it is. They're such sickos. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Moore. Yes, 18 former players were charged with defrauding the NBA benefits plan out of $4 million. Among those indicted are former NBA champion Glenn Big Baby Davis, no. Tony Allen, Oh, hey, first team all criminal, Darius Miles, the knucklehead, and surprise, surprise, two time NBA champ and former Laker Shannon Brown. Damn,
1: Shannon Brown.
0: Come on now, you can't be doing that to the purple and gold, man. Right. A couple other players, Sebastian Telflair and um That's the name I remember back in the day. Right. Is that how you <laughs> say it? Sebastian Telflair? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was mm-hmm. also rumored that it was Terrence Williams. He created a fake reimbursement claims, received over two hundred and thirty grand in kickback.
1: Fuck, I want that life. Was this worth it? For a bit right Like for at least two of the players that I don't remember Well one thing that does suck is I was reading a thing about with Spencer Hayward had an interview And uh, he was saying how like the NBA Players fought for like this kind of insurance Because the NBA beforehand didn't have Any insurance for any of its retired players So I guess they were a little mad Not that they necessarily stole a lot Through the NBA system But like obviously four million is enough To like fucking look at you know Even if you're not fully within the system
0: it's also a slap to the players that really need that stuff, and they were championing for it. And then when they finally get it, stuff like this happens, and it just creates like more tension. It's like you see, this is why we didn't have it before, yep. and it's just like it's a black eye for all the players who really need this. True. Very upsetting. Very upsetting. Justice will be served. Yes. Of course
1: it will be. Yes. yes In this is. country, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it will. Okay. Next order of business. Hey, Malv you don't want to watch preseason ball you can check out the wnba finals what? yes that's right the chicago sky versus the phoenix mercury candace parker putting in work
1: threw down that's my lady right there you already know that's why i'm conflicted in this series who do i want
0: it's going to be candace parker and co versus Brittany Griner and diana tarasi a couple of the wnba players all-time greats chicago sky took game one 91 to 77 not bad that's so, fucking good yeah exactly Game 2 is scheduled for October 13th. Breaking news. Game 2 just wrapped up, and whoa, that was a really good game. The Phoenix Mercury tie the series 1-1. Brittany Griner, Diana Taurasi put in work. Taurasi, 20 points, 4 rebounds. Brittany Griner, 29 and 9. We got a series. I got Chicago in 5 still. Let's see what happens. Malv, let's go ahead and get the predictions going. Who are you taking in this series?
1: Well, I hate to go against like multiple championships, you know, especially in the Mercury. But I gotta go with my girl Candace Parker, former Sparks. I told you I got a low-key crush on her still. I think she could ball it up and let's see if she could redo it again and get a ring over there.
0: I agree, Malv. I got Chicago in this. Phoenix, they did win in twenty fourteen, but I just I think Chicago got it. They got in that Chicago state of mind, dude. If you want to catch him, ESPN, ESPN two. ESPN Plus, ABC. Mm-hmm. All right, Malv, let's get to some other NBA news. We got some shoe game right here. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> Kill me already. <laughs> we
0: got some triple balls. Oh. <laughs> shoe game. We got LaMelo dropping some shoes. We got father and son. Oh. I love it. So first thing first, Puma, they unveiled the LaMelo Balls mb one scheduled to drop in December. I'm looking at the shoe right now. It's not that bad looking of a shoe.
1: I know you like it. They're they're okay for Puma and fucking for LaMelo. I'm pre- like I I guess I like the like red or the red orange, you know. Very bold. Bold, but I ugh. it's better than the fucking 3Bs though. I'll tell you that. Like the 3Bs just look horrible, guys. They look like straight on the freaking like Ross Rack. You know what I'm talking about? Those like $15 shoes in the corner that like are kind of like have what is it like a i told you so that's, one <laughs> that's of the what shoes. it says one and it shoes. looks so horrible guys it's so cringy but and what's even worse it's- is those shoes are eight hundred dollars they do not i could get like three pairs of nicer shoes for that bro like yes let la be his own fucking business you know but god their shoes are not that good they're they're on par with like the masterpiece shoes the manyatis i don't know if any of our listeners ever seen them Look those up. Look up the Magnatis, then look at the new tr- uh, Triple Bs and tell me they're not on the same caliber.
0: I'll give LeVar this, though. These are lifestyle shoes. so these, <laughs> these, aren't <laughs> what meant, is that? these aren't meant for basketball. They're meant for leisure wear, everyday wear. So, um, you know, that's cool.
1: Well, just because I hate my lifestyle doesn't mean I'm going to put ugly-ass shoes on. You are a hater. Mercy.
0: Mercy <laughs> on LeVar. Yes, but LeVar shoes, I don't know when they're dropping. Godspeed. <laughs> I'm looking at them now. T-
1: Stop it! Stop trying to get it. My God, bro, he's trying to scam people off it, but like people know, like not full shit. I'll wear Walmart Shack shoes. I actually did want them back in the day. The N
0: ones, right? you had the N ones right I had, now. I had a pair. Of I know. Remember? I remember, I, I, I remember I, seventh grade. <laughs> used to wear them. Uh, see, from, from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah,
1: I, I never. I don't have to wear top tier gear right. all the time. It just has to look good. From N
0: ones right? to the Yeezys. That's how we do it here. <laughs> All right, all right. Moving on to the next order of business. Jerry West, he loves Luka, as do I. He was quoted as saying that he couldn't believe the Kings and all the other teams that pass on him pass on him. Um, But to be honest, I think Sacramento would have ruined his career. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Luka ended up in the right spot. Right owner. Yeah, everything about that. But if he did end up in Sacramento, it would have added credibility to my theory about the Pacific Division being the best in the league. Possibly, 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 in theory. I uh, just wanted to point that out. Always going to shout out Luca when we can. Wow, did you see his little footwork? No, I did Preseason, I know you did. I did, I did. <laughs> I love that.
1: I saw his basketball shopping though, his shoe shopping with Joe Lapuma. I was that? check that out. It was pretty dope. You know, I like it. I like his talking because I know like two seasons ago he did his predictions. You know, and he predicted that he wants to get his own new signature shoe and eventually win a championship. He's with Jordan Brand. Yeah, you know, so he's on his way, and like, I like his style. You know, I like the way he brings his stuff. So, like, I wouldn't mind seeing. Like, if he went to Puma, I feel like he, I would, like, probably grab shit from him.
0: Puma got a nice lineup coming up, though, dude. They you got, do, but I still
1: feel like, uh, this, they're, they're like, on the come up. like, They're on the come up. They're trying to be Adidas, like, five years ago, you know, because Adidas had their time, which I still think they still are, you know, with the Harden, the Roses. Lillard. Like, you know, like, they're still on it. But, like you said, Puma's right behind. But I think it's going to be, like, a long ways behind. No offense to Puma.
0: They got Kuzma, Danny Green, LaMelo Ball. Yeah, they're
1: on the come up. Plus, I'm going to be wearing Reebok soon after Shaquille O'Neal revitalizes that shit.
0: Shit, <laughs> man. The shoe game on point in today's right. episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, all right. Let's move on to the next order of business. Let's talk about the Clippers. and. Ter- <laughs> <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I couldn't man. even finish yeah. that. Terrence Mann, he made quite a name for himself in the playoffs last year, and he has been rewarded with a two-year, $22 million extension. Not bad, bro. Solid. Great for both parties. He's going to be a solid player as Kawhi is rehabbing.
1: And he should. Like you said, Kawhi's out. Why not step up and show more of your
0: value? Because you're going to need another contract in two years. Good on Terrence Mann. Good on the Clippers. Let's see what happens. Moving on to... Golf, NBA-related news, (laughs) J.R. Smith, anything is possible. (laughs) So we mentioned a couple weeks ago that he was going to be making his collegiate golfing debut, and guess what? It actually happened. And in typical J.R. Smith fashion, what happened?
1: Just something crazy out of the ordinary had to happen, and somehow on a golf course, I didn't even know it was possible, there could be a beehive that attacks a young college J.R. Smith. A young collegiate athlete on his first game. Just I love it. Pure shenanigans. Just pure comedy comes from him. Like he should be like an animation show. Like everything That'd be around such Jr. A cool you know, show, like right? everything around Jr. And it, it's going to definitely start during like the whole LeBron the timeout. Like just there's the, so many incidents. You know, like,
0: What's your favorite Jr. Just like blunder?
1: The well, not blunder, but one that I really wish I could see was the whole uh, soup throwing. Where
0: were he threw the <laughs> <suit>? <laughs> untying the shoes. Yeah. Like, just, like, <laughs> JR going to JR, man. Never change. But, you know, I
1: hope you kill it in there, bro. Kill them. Show show them what's up. Show all those preppy fools that they don't know how to play golf like
0: you. Tell them. Tell them. All right, let's get to the injured list. (laughs) Wow, our first injured list of the season. We hate to do it, but it's that time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the injured list where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Don't have that many returning Right. right now, but first Player up, Memphis Grizzlies guard Dylan Brooks. He will miss the start of the season with a broken hand. Memphis was on the come-up. We'll see what happens.
1: always on the come-up. They're always on the come-up. <laughs> right. come well, with injuries like this, yeah, yeah no, they're it stuck sucks. in
0: limbo. It sucks. Next injury, we were talking about the Clippers earlier, the rookie point guard Jason Preston. He was out indefinitely after right foot surgery. He is expected to miss a significant part of the season. He's only a rookie, but still. Yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, Speaking of another rookie, Warriors rookie, Jonathan Kaminga. He was out at least a week for a strained patella tendon on his right knee. Next, this isn't really an injury, but it is COVID-related, Jalen Brown. He is out right now because he tested positive for COVID. And I guess these next two injuries are going to transition us into Lakers talk, so might as well talk about him now. Trevor Ariza. He's expected to be out eight weeks. With an ankle? With an ankle injury. Damn. Ay, ay, ay. And Talen Horton Tucker.
1: THC man.
0: THT just had surgery on his right thumb to repair a ligament. He will be reevaluated in four weeks. Okay. That's not bad. I wish I was as enthusiastic as I was previously. Mal, if you can go ahead and talk me off the ledge because I'm panicking right now. Uh
1: it's preseason, bro. It's preseason.
0: Okay. At least let me just get through
1: these injuries first. The THT one is going to be at four weeks. And I assume the Ariza will be like two months maybe. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. That's two months.
0: Tomato, tomato mouth. (laughs) Oh,
1: I hate the metric system. But uh, again, like it's the start of the season. I prefer that better. You know, not that they're necessarily like the essential players, but you're still going to need them. And I think they'll be fine with the first two months not having them.
0: Malv, these are essential players. You had a veteran in Ariza and a young player who was looking to make a name for himself in THT. I don't know if you've been paying attention to the Lakers' record this preseason. They have not won a game.
1: Yeah, we're like oh and 4 That's cool, dude. Don't even trip.
0: The last time the Lakers went winless with so many expectations, do you remember what happened? Yeah,
1: it was an injury-filled season. That That's was a- the
0: 2012-2013 debacle. That's when... <laughs> Dwight Howard first came to the Lakers. His back. Steve Nash. His back. They fired Mike Brown, what, less than 10 games into the season. and His glasses. And, and, forgot to mention, Kobe Bryant tore his Achilles that year.
1: Yeah, just injuries, injuries, bro. This is why we're taking care of him right now. You don't want to keep going through it. And at the same time, you know this. You never show your greatest shit during preseason, man. You hold it in.
0: I want to talk about... Westbrook's preseason debut, one of seven field goals, six turnovers, minus eight in 17 minutes. A bunch of turnovers for Westbrook already, dude. I I
1: felt that they were feeling that energy because even LeBron had like six turnovers at the same time. But in the post-game interviews, like, yeah, we got to control that. But like, at least you see them bring the energy. And he low-key brought that up. He's like, when you're going to play a faster pace, you have one of the most fast-paced players to play with it's russell westbrook and essentially saying that all of them need to get on a certain late wavelength that they know they all work at 10 you know like right now it seemed like a couple of the other players were at sevens while like westbrook was still throwing passes at 10 and like i said i think he they said it best it just takes a little bit more time to gel together you said it yourself it's the first game together what was the only one quarter if that You know, there's still going to be some time to fucking mesh together.
0: I'm just getting flashbacks of that horrible season that happened. But they were all injured already. Well, the red flags started in the preseason. The red flags, are these red flags?
1: I don't think so. You have injuries already too. Those are really very minor to like not your main five stars. I feel like people are just trying to panic right now. I'm panicking. Yeah, I'm don't a little panic. panicking Just chill out, bro. You're good.
0: Just go ahead and take one of those gummies. Yes. Chill out. <laughs> Sober October, Malv, okay? Just
1: vibe, alright? Just vibe with it. No, oh. I I don't see it as a big, big panic. Because like when they were playing well together, it looked fucking good, didn't it? It didn't it I I felt like it was balanced. Not like yes, that like obviously we lost every game, but it felt balanced. Like when they were doing good, they they looked fucking good. Well, like, oh, that's a championship team. But when they were doing bad, you're like, that's a team that still needs to hang out with each other, or like at least play a f- real games. I feel real game together because remember, look at who your opponent is too. That your opponent aren't like the full fledged teams there. I think what eight minutes from each star player, like that's still not like where to gauge it at. And like I said, you're not gonna put your full f- flown energy into it in the preseason. You
0: know, unless there's a rivalry, but there isn't yet. Like, it's, we're just showcasing right now. Side quest real quick. We've got ourselves a side quest. Going back to the 2012-13 season, that was such a wild year. That would make a really cool 30 for 30. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Malv, I will give you that. I am panicked, but I'm not at a 9 or a 10. I'm probably at a 6.5 right now out of 10, to be honest. At the 10
1: games, we'll see you there. And then you let me know what our record is, and then what that, I feel, will gauge there. Should we start panicking or not?
0: All right, so what With are the, you predicting then for the first 10 games of the Lakers season? Oh, I'm expecting 7-3. Nice. and three. That, That's right, that was my
1: nice, yeah. 7-3 and three was exactly what I was thinking too. You know, 6-4, uh depending on who's playing and how much they're playing. But uh, yeah, I, I was thinking more of a 7-3 to just,
0: just start out solid. You need to start out solid because what happened last year, they're playing catch-up the entire time, and it bit him in the butt. All right, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Moving on to other Lakers-related news. Much happier Lakers-related news. Right? Pau Gasol, the Spaniard. He has retired. Congratulations, Pau.
1: Officially.
0: Officially retired, yes. Also, it was revealed that the Lakers will retire his jersey. Mm-hmm. As expected, he is a first ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best international players. mouth is he the best international no. player? Where does he rank? Top three. He, I would say the same yeah. thing too. I'm putting Dirk, How <laughs> and, and then Luca three. But I you think You can't even put Luca. Like, ah, get out of here! I'm, I'm You're a, just Luka, such a Luca is on track get, already, dude. Get out! Yes, get, he is. Get he, out he, of look here. what he's done already. You just love his smile. It's the Luca magic. <laughs> I'm under the spell of the Luca magic, Mal. Ooh, but yes, Luca's not there yet. Marcus saw I'd probably put in that mix. Luca has a chance to surpass all of them, though.
1: Oh yeah, straight up. Give him two championships in in Mavs gear. Yeah. It's over.
0: All right, all right. Back to Gasol, though. Back to Gasol. Let's go ahead and list his career accolades. Six-time All-Star. Four-time All-NBA. Rookie of the Year. Oh, wait. Two-time NBA champ. Wow, wow, wow he's a very nice. Damn. Career stats. 17 points per game. Nine rebounds. 50% from the floor. 37% from three. Not bad. 75 from the free throw. It's a Hall of Fame career if I've ever seen one. And we have a really cool treat. Our favorite Top three Pau Gasol moments. Mal, if you have three, I have three as well. Would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll do it. All right.
1: All right, so this was back in the day, Lakers versus the Spurs. So Pau Gasol is against two Spurs defenders, and out of nowhere, Lamar Odom goes under the basket, and fucking Pau Gasol hits him with a behind-the-back pass. For me, it just shows what we already knew and loved about Paul Gasol is just, like, the skill set. So The talented. hands, the footwork, when we were talking about footwork, for just being a tall, lanky guy like that, he just moved so fucking effortlessly to me, you know? All right, so my second is going to be uh, against Utah. We won this one, 109-97. The fast break, Paul Gasol leading the charge. We got reason on our left, and we got Kobe on our right. Ooh, so this is 2009 at least, yeah. right? So we're just fucking going through. Pau Gasol crosses the half court, puts it between his legs, and just hits Ariza with a quick pass, and Ariza completes it with a slam. But it was just him, again, showing the finesse moves. He was taking it from basket to basket. But my number one is 2008, USA versus Spain. And you know where I'm going with this. It's when Pau Gasol got the silver against Kobe Bryant.
0: Oh, was- man, you going to do it like that <laughs> number one? Hey.
1: That shows his competitive nature, and it didn't matter where he stand, he played his heart out, all right. But he played against one of the best American players ever, his brother Kobe Bryant.
0: Saludos, felicidades, pal.
1: (laughs) But that's all jokes, you know. We love Paul I love Paul Gasol, you know. I love him, you know. He has so many fucking ones.
0: I love how cultural he is too. Uh, I remember when he was leaving the Lakers, and OKC was trying to recruit him. He asked Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook what the opera scene was like. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, like, I remember Bro, the- what are you talking <laughs> about? Like, he needs to be cultural. Paul <laughs> Gasol, he was always him. I love that yeah. about him. Super talented. My turn for my top three. Let's do this real quick. We're a little over on time. Oh, fuck, yeah. <laughs> we have so much to talk about, though. Number three, 2012 regular season game. I'm so sorry. i got to do this to you. Gasol was sacrificed not once but twice against Blake Griffin with those nasty uh. dunks. You remember those? I know it's like his greatest moments. Yeah. That just sticks out to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's why it's number three, Paul. We love you. Even Andrew Bynum was like, dang. Yeah. Those are gross. Number two, his epic Game 7 performance in the 2010 NBA Finals. He was punked in 2008, came back into shape, 19 points, two blocks, four assists, 18 rebounds. Redeemed himself. They had an epic picture. Do you remember him yelling like hardcore? Bah! It's one of the famous like Pau Gasol pictures when he's a, a Laker. I
1: I want stare at Kobe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and my number one, also in 2010, Epic Game 6 tip-in versus the Young Thunder team to win the series and to advance to the second round. Wow.
1: That's your favorite. You talk about it all the time. I had to rewatch it. It was just so fuck. It was there, you know, just the pinpoint. You're like, yeah, that's it. And just crush OKC for that little moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's when you knew that there were going to be a problem because mm-hmm. they gave, they the, gave the champions. Thunders. Yeah, the Baby, the baby thunders. thunders. I loved it. I loved it. Gracias, Gasol. We love the time as a Laker. Hopefully, we can make it to your jersey retirement. Felicidades. Good luck in your next chapter. And I think that's a great way to end this episode. Yes, Malv? Yes, sir. And that's going to conclude it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Talking shit today, too. That was a lot.
1: (laughs) A little bit. I'm sorry, guys, if you didn't like that, you know, but... Get it off your chest. I have to. Nobody else does in the media.
0: Questions, comments, <laughs> anything like that, feel free to email us at MalvinMowgli at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, And one more thing, follow us on social media at Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Regular season's about to start. We've got a nice spooky treat for all y'all coming up. Stay tuned next week.